Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hello, my lovelies. It's Lizzie Langston here. You will notice that today sounds a little bit differently than normal. I am traveling. I'm actually in Utah right now for a yoga teacher training. Any other yogis out there or aspiring yogis or don't have to call yourself a yogi, but you like to move your body and sometimes it happens to be on a mat or something or not. I've been doing most of my yoga at this training in the grass. Anyway, I am here. I've had so many heart openings, layers upon layers of grief being released and meditations. It's been amazing. I'll just tell you a little bit about the environment. So I'm getting certified through Syl Carson. Syl is spelled S-Y-L. So Syl Carson is my instructor. She's with Bodhi Yoga and her website, I'll put it in the show notes. It's gobodhiyoga at or .com. So it's Bodhi is B-O-D-H-I. Just in case you want to check out her training, it's phenomenal. She has studied with the very first people that brought yoga to the United States in the 1960s. She was the first yoga studio in Utah. I should say in Utah County. I'm not sure about the whole state of Utah, but she is an original when it comes to yoga. And she's seen the evolution of this industry and she's so wise and sure-footed And she um, is such a great advocate for the future of yoga and the real true meaning of it. And she's a diamond in the rough, you guys. I, I can't say enough good things about my instructor. I feel honored to be with her at this time. So go look her up if you ever have interest in training as a yoga teacher. But anyway... Here I am. I'm here for 10 days. It's a 10-day intensive, and I'm away from my kids this whole time. So here I am. It's Saturday night, and I I have cried so many tears today unexpectedly just on my yoga mat in my you know group. There's about, I don't know, 15 of us teachers getting certified in this round. And I have felt so inspired and such a desire to share with you guys some more of my story I have had a desire since being here at this teacher training to be more honest, real, and authentic on all of my platforms. So I'm on Instagram at lizzie.postpartumcoach. Lizzie is L-I-Z-Z-I-E. And then I'm here on the podcast. And those are really my two main things. Well, and then my newsletter. So if you sign up for my freebie, which is just lizzielangston.com forward slash freebie, it's a free guide that walks you through a lot of the common symptoms and sort of telltale signs of postpartum struggles. It gets you ready and in a position to know what help you need. Anyway, I'll put that link in the show notes. It's it's almost always there anyway, but um, yeah, I've been here and I have just realized that, yeah, I want to be more connected to you guys as a person, not just as a life coach and an instructor, you know, and like a teacher or whatever. I want to be here as a person, as a mother, as a wife, as a woman. And so today I thought I'd share the first of a three-part series dedicated to being real, honest, and open about my life and my challenges as an individual. 
I will be mentioning my business in part two of this series. I've already written it up, but I'm not going to be talking to you about the inside of my business. I'm going to be talking to you about the behind the scenes as the wife and mother juggling business. So we're just going to get real. And as I share my story, I'm going to be sharing lessons along the way. So the first part of my story, which I'll share today is all about my postpartum depression and some childhood stuff as well. And we're going to get a good glimpse of my nervous system. And you guys are going to be able to see the way that my attachment with my parents has influenced my postpartum experiences and recoveries and mental health. And hopefully as I share my story, you can see any parallels and take out some gold nuggets for you. So I hope this can be of service to you. And more than anything, I just want to let you see me. I want to be real. Before I dive in, I want you to know that applications are officially open for my new group coaching program. Okay. So you can go to lizzielangston.com forward slash program. Hi, beautifuls. My program page, which is gorgeous and brand new, by the way, and it's so much information in the best way. You really can just like get a really good feel of what the program's like. If you have any other questions, just email me. Otherwise, if you're interested, apply. LizzieLangston.com forward slash program. And that is where you can see the button that says apply. Now the program page has everything you might want to know about the program. So check it out. We start July 11th or that week in the new cohort, the new, the new group of this program. So go check out that page. Once you apply for the program, you will get an email that has a link to schedule a free 30 minute consult with me. So I will review your application. And then within a couple days after you submit it, we will be meeting on a consult together, just you and I to really make sure it's a great fit, make sure we both feel comfortable and then make sure you still want to do it. And if you're a yes, and you're ready to go all the way and do the program, you can make payment following the consult. And as soon as you've done that, you have open access to my course, my private podcast, and my meditations. And those will remain open to you from the day you pay all the way through the 12 week program. So again, it's just lizzielangston.com forward slash program. All the details you need will be there. All right, let's go ahead and dive into part one of my story. Chapter one. So this is me growing up and then being grown up and having my babies. So I grew up with amazing parents. I'm the youngest of six kids, four boys in a row, each about two years or so apart, and then a five and a half year break, and then my older sister, and then me. And I had a lovely childhood. I grew up in the outskirts of Las Vegas, which is Henderson, Nevada, Green Valley, and it was wonderful. I had an amazing childhood, and I was so fortunate to be raised by such beautiful people. That being said, my dad, he had a lot of hip and back pain. He had a bad hip and he had to have multiple surgeries. He was a marathon runner and it was super bummer that he had to have all these surgeries. And ultimately, because in the 1990s, well, in really the 1980s, when he was having a lot of these surgeries, there wasn't a lot of regulation and research and information about the addictive nature of oxycodone, which is a, a really strong pain reliever. Some of us might have been put on that postpartum if we had an epidural or any complications that had a lot of pain postpartum. I know I was put on that. So he actually got addicted to oxycodone. And that was really common in the 1990s. And so in some ways he was a victim himself. But um, from about age, my when I was age six to about age 14, 
was really the bulk of his addictive years. And, you know, his addiction went on and off and he continued to be a functional human being and raise his family and provide for them. He was a very successful lawyer and a wonderful person. He served in our church and he, like I said, ran marathons, really healthy guy. He had these four boys and us two girls grew up in, in Idaho, just a number one awesome person. But this addiction at home made him, and as time went on, it got more so, um, quite volatile emotionally and could be quite loud, could be physical sometimes. Spanking was a common thing that, you know, his generation, it wasn't viewed the way it is today. So like I said, from the time I was little until the time I was about 13 or 14, when my parents got divorced, because my dad's addiction just led to some behaviors that my mom could no longer live with and be okay with. I was around a man who was, you know, as I look back on it and it's, it pains me to really see this, but I think there was a lot of physical abuse. Yes. Mostly just the spanking. There was some other things, but that was about it. Um, And then also psychological manipulation, gaslighting, and abuse, as well as sort of just mental, emotional stuff. I'm so grateful there wasn't more physical, and I my heart really goes to women who grew up with a lot more physical abuse. I mean, but to be honest, there's no comparing different kinds of abuse and trauma because all of it leaves your nervous system wrecked (laughs) and your attachment with your parents really projects onto future romantic relationships and long-term relationships as we know. So that's something I learned about later. But anyway, I grew up with these beliefs that I found just recently, okay, based on my own wobbles in my marriage. I'm married to a man and he's amazing. He's so amazing. He's so wonderful. And he's a man. (laughs) And because I have certain beliefs about men, I've struggled in certain ways. So one of these beliefs was men are dangerous. Before I continue with the other beliefs, I want you to know that it is coaching, many, many hours of high quality coaching that has allowed me to get to a place of observation in my mind and body and really just using my own process where I've been able to even identify these beliefs. So that's the power of what can happen in either private coaching or group coaching is that you learn how to see these things and not just be in them. So the other beliefs, um, addiction always wins addiction. You know, if somebody ever has any sort of addiction, they can't be trusted. So things like this have kind of stuck with me more on that later. All right. I will just mention briefly that even before my watching my parents' marriage sort of fall apart with this addiction and these behaviors and um, some abuse, you know, of course his intention, my dad's intention was never to abuse us. And he loved us. I want to be clear. Sometimes when we hear about abuse, we are very, we get very black and white and we want to put people into like a bad person category. I just want to be clear that many wonderful people can be abusive to people they love with zero intention to do so. It happens to many of us. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. And I think it's important that we recognize that right now off the bat so that just in case you look back at your childhood and you recognize, oh my gosh, yeah, that was not okay. And in fact, that was abusive in nature. You know, the important part is, was there intention to abuse you? Nine times out of 10, the answer was, of course not. Of course not. And each generation lives and learns and gets to have more vantage point and perspective. And so it's so important to have compassion and at the same time, give your inner child the help and support as an, as you're now an adult that she needs. And that's part of the work that we begin doing in my 12-week program. And I just want to share, here's what happens when you don't do that work is number one, you have sicknesses that kind of linger in your body or chronic pain or fatigue. Number two, more childlike behaviors run your life in a very disempowering way. What I mean is that your wounded inner child crisscrosses into your adulthood kind of without your consent. And so if you're feeling that, if you feel like the emotional roller coaster and like the immaturity and the picking fights and the snappiness, it's not you, okay? It's the wounded parts of you that need the adult part of you to take them into a container where they can get safe help and get healed. And that's when you will regain your clarity, your sense of purpose and direction, your maturity, and ultimately have the foundation to become the woman that is written in you that you can become with this work done. And so I leave this container open to you. It's lizzielangston.com forward slash program. You know, check it out when you're ready. Apply press the button to apply now and then get on a consult with me. We can talk about it. I'm so here to support you. Okay. Moving on one more generation back. My grandparents, there was abusiveness there with my grandpa to my grandma. And so again, I just had this sort of patterning in my nervous system of like men, you know, we need them, we love them and they are scary (laughs) and we have to be careful. So that's sort of a backdrop. I also had, um, mama trauma and mama wounds, which I might go into later as well. I grow up, I get married, wonderful man. I get married about 23 years old and I had my first baby at 24 and I had extreme birth trauma. In fact, in my husband's patriarchal blessing, for those who are not members of the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints, you might not know what this is, but it's basically a specific blessing that you get from a specific man that holds a specific type of priesthood gift. It's called, he's, he's called as a patriarch and he has the ability to give you a blessing 
just one. You just get one patriarchal, this certain kind of blessing. It's recorded and written down and you have it forever for the rest of your life to go off of. And you can get it as young as age 11, I believe, all the way until whenever. And you get to choose when you get it. But the patriarchal blessing is something that has specific warnings and also blessings and gifts. It tells you about gifts that you might have. Um, and so when my husband and I were engaged, we read each other's patriarchal blessings. It was like this really intimate, sweet thing to share our blessings with each other. And his talked about preserving. Can you imagine if you were engaged and you read something like this from your husband or your partner and his blessing said that he would preserve the, the life of his wife in child labor. I know. So fast forward to the birth of our first baby, and I ended up developing preeclampsia, which in hindsight, they told, you know, they told me we don't know why preeclampsia happens. I have since learned through a branch of medicine that's very holistic and emotion-based called psychoneuroimmunology that preeclampsia is associated with basically uh, not feeling fit to be a mother when you are becoming one. Now that's subjective and you take that for what you will. I got that from the healing questions guide, relevant questions to ask the mind to activate healing in the body. And that is by Wendy Jensen. I will put the link in the show notes so that I can make sure and credit her. Swinging back around to birth trauma, preeclampsia, they put me on a muscle relaxant so that I didn't have a seizure to preserve my brain, which is the number one priority. But unfortunately, I ended up hemorrhaging. So good news, didn't have a seizure seizure because my blood pressure got really high with the preeclampsia. Bad news, I hemorrhaged postpartum. And my, my husband gave me a blessing and um, did preserve my life. And I'm very grateful for that. In my opinion, he preserved my life. So the problem was when I had baby number two, I went to the same hospital with the same doctor and ended up having PTSD and anxiety and panic attacks in the hospital from as you can imagine, the birth trauma in that hospital with baby number one. And so while the first baby was more physical trauma, the second baby started to get into this panicky, anxiety, depression, emotional trauma. So I had anxiousness and panic attacks after my second baby, my daughter, Rosalind. And then, so she was born December 2015. January through March of that year, this was 2016, my whole family was sick with bronchiolitis, ear infections. My son had a rash from a vaccine that I had had him do at that time. Um, my son had an ear infection. My older toddler son had an ear infection that made him dizzy and he couldn't walk. Um, we all had bronchiolitis. I had food poisoning. This was from January to March. Literally, my whole family was sick. My daughter, my little newborn, got pneumonia during this time. We were doing tons of breathing treatments. So with the anxiety and the the complete health-related worries that I was having for myself and my kids all the time. I just, my adrenals, I'm sure, were shot and I got depression. Now, at that time, I had no idea what anxiety even was. I had to learn. And then I didn't know what depression was. I had to learn. I didn't even know I had it for a long time. I got um, quite suicidal. It was really scary. I didn't get quite suicidal. I got a little bit, you know, it crossed my mind a couple times and that was my red flag. Like, okay, something's not right. I need help. And that's when I got on antidepressants. I remember my sister-in-law driving me to my OB's office to get on antidepressants because that's all I knew to do. And honestly, they worked at that time. So it was, it was a good move, I think, for that time, considering the other options that I didn't even know were there. Fast forward to baby number three, about 21 and a half months later, and I have three kids. So for now, this was my, my third and final baby. Okay. It was a natural birth. I decided to skip the hospital because of the PTSD that happened after baby two. 
and opt for a natural birth, hired a doula, hired midwives, certified nurse midwives. It was amazing. Shout out to the birth center that I went to in Gilbert, Arizona, Willow Birth Center. The women there are amazing. So Willow Birth Center, incredible. Loved my experience. We got to cuddle on a big queen size bed after my son was born. I had him in the bathtub. It was amazing. But three to five months in postpartum depression again. This time I was not only depressed, but sort of like devastated that I was depressed again because I knew what a life stopper that could be. So this time I got pretty strategic and I was like, okay, I'm already on antidepressants. They're at the max dosage. They're not working. I had tried therapy through the birth center. Didn't do serve me so well. Um, and I had tried the free local postpartum support groups. So I tried all those things. And my sister-in-law and mother-in-law kept telling me about this life coaches podcast. She was a member of my church. She was a life coach. Maybe that would resonate. So I started listening to her podcast, even though I thought a life coach sounded kind of fluffy. And at that point, I was pretty not super awesomely functional. I was embarrassed about that. We decided to move to my in-laws home from Arizona. We sold our home. My husband quit his job. Kind of extreme, I know. And we went to Denver, Colorado to live with my in-laws. Now, I want to start here with a quick little lesson to point out for your postpartum journey potentially or or those you love and know. My self-worth at this time was below my husband. I prioritized my husband and his needs and his schedule always before mine. My self-worth was below each of my babies. They always got what they needed before I did. And I don't say this to criticize anybody if this is you, but this was part of my problem is when I had my symptoms, my voice seemed very broken. I could not ask for help because I valued other people's time and energy more than mine and other people's needs more than my needs. Okay. So lesson number one, the first thing that needs to be addressed, maybe, you know, go ahead and get your symptoms attended to if they're very urgent, but The real issue here, one of the big ones, is your self-worth. This, I had noticed, in my opinion, is a risk factor to women postpartum. When their self-worth, when they put other people before themselves to an extreme way that's unhealthy, which they might not even see it as unhealthy because especially in, in the Christian world, we are trained to believe that putting others before yourself is Christ-like and that it's the best thing to do, the best way to be. But for the feminine energy, this is actually an imbalance. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You've got to learn how to put yourself first, actually. (laughs) Sorry. 
Sorry if that's a bummer to you or if that's backwards or I hope it resonates, but just in case it goes against everything you've ever been taught or strived for, that was me too, by the way. And I want you to know that if you want to be a functional human being, especially if you want to have a few kids, you got to learn how to take care of yourself and put yourself first in general. Then when your cup is full, it's okay if you sacrifice yourself for a minute to take care of other people. But if you're doing that all the time and you are basically non-existent, you are susceptible to mental health in my opinion. Okay. So we moved to Denver. I found coaching. Second lesson here is I asked for help. My parents kept saying, how can we help you? Cause they were kind of traveling at the time and not super able to be physically present. And so I said, you know what, can you pay for this coaching program? Let me get some coaching. Now I soaked up coaching. I want to say one more lesson here, which is that watching coaching is extremely powerful. In my group program, you can get coaching when you want to, but you can also, and a lot of the time you're watching others get coached. This is invaluable. Sometimes when you're not the one on the hot seat, it's so nice because you can sit there and watch somebody go through what they're going through and process their emotion. And you can take what they're learning and apply what applies to you, to you. It's incredible. From that point forward, I decided to go to the life coach school and get certified as a coach. So this was about March to May of 2018. I had just had my third baby in September of the year previous. So I was like seven, eight months postpartum decided, Kate, I'm going to get certified as a life coach. And I did in September of 2018. And by December of 2018, I was a certified life coach. Deciding to go to the life coach school gave me something to look forward to. And most importantly here, it was a decision that solidified my new level of self-worth. This is integral, right? Remember, when your self-worth rises, your access to healing and finding healing rises with it. I have had multiple clients tell me that investing in themselves was a turning point in the momentum and in their own self-worth. And so I want to invite you to consider that investing in a program, while sometimes can bring up fears or concerns, which are valid, it's supposed to bring those up. Those are the remnants of self-worth that could potentially be lower than it needs to be. So it's supposed to feel uncomfortable sometimes spending money on ourselves. Other times it won't feel that way. So it just depends where your self-worth is. And it's not, that's not the only factor. There are valid reasons to double think an investment at times. That's why after you apply for the program, I offer the free 30 minute consult to make sure that you're not like gaslighting yourself into something that's not a right fit for you. And there's a lot of other reasons I'm doing a consult, but yeah, I just want you to know that the 12 week program that I offer, which again, it's opening it, we're starting July 11th. The next one won't be until October of 2022. You can get in now and it can be a chance for you to really experience this up level in self-worth that kickstarts your healing. And for the record, I'm not just saying that because I'm selling coaching. I personally have experienced as the client buying coaching from another coach the complete shift that happens when you say yes to yourself. Um, And I believe personally that it opens up a portal with the universe and your ability to manifest period, whether you're trying to manifest money, if you were hiring a business coach 
or whether you're trying to manifest health and wellness postpartum. It doesn't matter. When you stand in your self-worth and you put money where your mouth is, right? You put money where your intention is. You build a bridge between yourself now and yourself in the future. Now that can be a little bit scary sometimes. So if you're not on my email list, I'm going to be writing some amazing emails. I already wrote them. I'm just going to be sending them to you that are helping you really kind of get over the humps that come up around investing in yourself. So make sure you're on the email list. You can go to lizzylangston.com forward slash freebie. I'll be sending those out either the end of this week or the beginning of next. So download the freebie and you'll be on my list. This is the end of part one. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about me as a life coach, but I'm not going to be talking about my business necessarily. I will as needed, but I'm going to keep the focus on my nervous system behind the scenes. Just because it's business, don't think it's not going to apply to you. I promise you there are still lessons for you to take away. Okay. Um, from this next episode, because I'm going to be sharing how I overdid it and how I pushed myself too hard sometimes and got out of balance. And everybody can relate to that. Even if you're a working mom or you're not a working mom or you're a business owner or you're not. So stay tuned. I will see you in the next episode. And just to finish off today, I want to share with you a couple details that are not on the program page that I'm going to be bringing in to the 12 week program better than normal again, 12 weeks to thriving postpartum and beyond. So if you haven't checked out the program page again, it's in the show notes. You just go to lizzylangston.com forward slash program in the show notes. But if you've seen that page, I break down what we're going over all 12 weeks, but I wanted to add a little bit more here and embellish so that you have more of an idea of what's coming in my 10 day yoga training that I've just been at. I have learned so much about the chakras or chakras as some people call them. These seven centers of our light body or our energetic body, however you'd like to think of that, that basically are the foundations of health and wellness, both emotionally and physically and spiritually. And so these light body uh, sort of foundations, right? We have the root chakra, we have the sacral chakra. We have the solar chakra. I could be saying that one wrong. We have the heart chakra. We have the throat chakra. We have the third eye and the crown. So these parts of us are real. Remember when there was germ theory and people, it was a new theory, and there were actually doctors that lost their jobs and were fired because they insisted that themselves and their nurses and staff that were helping washed hands before surgery. Can you imagine that? In that day, it was ludicrous for somebody to insist that we wash hands because there were people that just blatantly rejected germ theory. We couldn't see it, right? Us humans, we're very skeptical of the things we can't see. So we all know how that story ended up right? Germ theory, it's a thing. And now it's vitally integral or whatever. It's vital to our medical system. Chakras are that next step, that next leap for us as humanity and in the medical system. We're not there yet on a wide scale, but so many people are starting to understand the importance of having balanced chakras, these energetic centers of your body, the whole light body theory is new and upcoming. It's not new, actually. It's very ancient. But in Western medicine, it's becoming more mainstream, which I'm really happy about. I'm bringing 
knowledge and integration of the chakra system into my 12-week program. I'm going to be teaching you yoga postures for each of the seven chakras throughout the course of the 12 weeks. And I'm going to be gauging that based on my intuition. Some of it might be tailored to you personally. If I feel so inclined, others of it might be to the whole group. It just depends on who we've got and what we've got going on. So I just created the root chakra, um, series of postures and sent them to a client. She is loving them. She's doing them in the grass. I just sent them to another client today. I'm so excited to hear what she's experiencing and how she's healing her body and her energy and balancing her energy with these movements. So that's just another thing to look forward to in the 12 week program better than normal again, 12 weeks to thriving postpartum and beyond. Check it out at lizzielangston.com forward slash program more than check it out. You need to apply. If you want to be in it, if you don't want to wait until October, go to lizzielangston.com forward slash program apply. Now that's the button. It's all over the website. You can't miss it. Apply now. Once you've applied, you will get an email with a link to book a 30 minute consult with me. And real quick, let's talk about the bonuses. How am I incentivizing you to join us. For those of you that pay and join before July 1st, you get a free 45 minute session with me personally before the program starts. If you pay in full, I'm going to give you $200 off and a 30 minute session. Once the program's over, I've got you so taken care of. Those are the bonuses. So go to lizzielangston.com forward slash program, the links in the show notes and apply now. I'll talk to you on your consult after you've applied. Can't wait. See you next week. Hey, Lizzie here. You heard me, beautifuls. July 11th, we start a brand new cohort of the Better Than Normal Again 12 Weeks to Thriving Postpartum and Beyond program. Applications are now open. You go to lizzielangston.com forward slash program. You will see buttons all over the page that say apply now while you also get to check out all of the information and details about the program. So go right now to lizzielangston.com forward slash program, hit that apply now button, and I will see you on the 30 minute consult you get once you've applied. Pura vida. Talk soon.